0: Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Brian, I like Hallmark Christmas movies.
1: And I'm Doug Jones, and I love, love, love ha, 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 Hallmark Christmas movies. And this is the Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark podcast. podcast.
2: Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast.
1: Brendan <laughs> and Friends host this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you like this jolly podcast.
2: well hello everybody oh, hello uh hopefully you're doing well hopefully you're doing better than dan hi. dan is Ooh, uh, do you remember when dan was out a couple weeks ago uh-huh, he's uh-huh. back out now oh, he, he just can't up his time he can't off. kick it he, he can't, can't kick it up the time um, but i think we are in good hands because uh, filling in his third chair a little less grumpy it's <laughs> doug jones hi doug
1: Well, a little less grumpy. Uh, (laughs) The antithesis of Dan, it's Doug Jones. Uh, thanks for having me back. I lo- this is this has become a, hol- a Christmas tradition for me that I just long for. So thank you. For the fact me.
2: that you uh, agree to come on every year it just makes my year every single time you say yes. I you, you could say no and I'd be like Good. I get it. Listen, I'm <laughs> I'm over me too. So the fact that you keep coming back uh, means the world. I gotta know. Uh, this year has been an interesting year uh, for uh, actors and with the strike and all that stuff. What have you been up to this year? Any any uh, big fun? Doug Jones updates.
1: Hey, well, the actor strike took us out for about five and a half months. Uh, but uh, uh, the big news for me, uh, Star Trek Discovery, uh, my our, our final season, number five, will be airing on Paramount Plus in April 2024. Um, and I'm still a recurring guest on what we do in the shadows as the vampire, the vampire um, Better, nothing else. And uh, they are—they have been renewed for season six. That's going to be getting going into production soon. And they have asked me back for a couple more episodes of that. So very excited about all that.
2: Fantastic. I love that. Uh, when I uh, reached out to you to come on, I said, you can have your pick of the litter here. You can do whatever you want to. You picked the Hallmark Movies Now movie, Ice Palace Romance. What was it about this title that stuck out to you? And you said, give me the Ice Palace.
1: Right. It's, uh, well, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I have a childhood nostalgic love for ice skating. That might be where it starts. Okay. And I, and, uh, uh, and so when we get to all the feels, I'll explain about, about my favorite Christmas present ever. Right. It Ooh. involves ice skating. Does it involve and, a hairdryer? Uh,
0: <laughs> a hairdryer,
2: making those ice uh, skates uh, work that a little was, bit better. It a hair
1: dryer, yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, uh and I and I actually um i I haven't uh, subscribed to the Hallmark movies now yet, and I wanted to see what they're uh, so this was great to to have a look at what they're doing over there.
2: There you go. Fair enough. Well, let's get to it, Brian. Ice Palace Romance originally dropped on the HM Now app on December 14th, 2023. And it went a little something like this. Lori Marshall is a newscaster. She is trying to do a story on a dance studio. But the woman who runs the studio, she doesn't want it. But after some convincing, she agrees. She's just that good. She applies for promotion and her boss tells her that she's got to do something really special. You got to do a tight 13 minutes on the ice palace. Um, That is a line that she says. Lori responds by saying... I can't go there. I don't do ice. Turns out she grew up a competitive skater, and she has quite some uh, experience with the Ice Palace, but she uh, fell and hurt herself in the Olympic qualifier, and so she quit and has not been back on the ice since. She has no desire to go back to the palace and relive all of those uh, memories, but her friends encourage her to get back out there. At the very least, you could do the story, and hopefully you get that To make matters worse, though, her sister tells her that she just won a trip to Mexico for Christmas. Lori is not happy. She likes spending uh, Christmas in the cold and doing Christmas traditions. So she's going to pass on that, and she's just going to go do this story. So the next day, she tells her boss she's willing to give it a shot, and her boss says, Great. She hired a local camera operator. Uh, Go get them, Cowboy. I don't know. Uh, she meets the dad and his daughter at the train station. They talk about skates and stuff. They both go to the same town, weirdly enough, if you can believe it. Uh, she gets into town and immediately uh, meets that camera operator, and they're fun. They're, they're having a good time together, and they go to uh, get some hot toddies, because you got Hot toddy. It. Hot toddy. Uh, she goes to check out the ice and sees that hot dad from the train station. He comes over and says that his name is Mark. They spend some time talking about uh, Wings. Honestly, more time talking about Wings than I expected. I'm not upset about it. Now I want Wings. Uh, She goes to get dinner and bumps into Mark again. Turns out Mark runs the Ice Palace. It's been in his family forever. And he tells her that despite what people think, the Ice Palace ain't going anywhere. We meet Chad. He wants to destroy the hopes and dreams of Mark and destroy the palace. Wants to build a development can you believe that a development named chad uh, mark believes that the ice palace is the beating heart of the town it's where everyone goes to do christmas he says but development will bring in shops and more people and more money Sounds and so uh it's time for the ice palace to go away is that That's what everybody thinks. Well, it's time for the Ice Palace Christmas tree lighting ceremony. It is jam-packed with ten of the town's best people. Uh, late at night, Lori sneaks into the Ice Palace and gets back on the ice with her sparkly ice skates, and she still has it. Mark creeps on her from afar, uh, and then also creeps on her from a close. Uh, after days of reporting on the potential closing of the Ice Palace and spending tons of time with Mark and giving his daughter, daughter tips about ice skating her boss tells her that the story is missing a little something She she suggests that she spends more time with Mark and dig into what his story is so she spends the evening hanging out opening up to him about why she quit skating and how she still feels connected to this town she finally gets back on the ice in front of other people thanks to Mark going out on the ice with her she starts spinning like crazy the folks that are in the stands of the ice skating rinks uh, free skate, period. Uh, they love it. They're cheering her on. Go you. Uh, naturally, that leads to Lori and Mark having a sexy baking time. Uh, they didn't need it but we did, so they do it. Uh, Get a room. The story publishes, and Lori wasn't aware that that it was going live that morning, didn't have time to give a heads up to Mark. Turns out the story makes it seem like everyone is pro-development, including her. Uh, She's really concerned about what Mark is going to think about the story, and, uh, spoiler alert, he does not like it. She tracks him down and explains that people are really ready to let the Ice Palace go. She's just reporting on the facts of the town. Uh, he believes that she uh, was only getting close to him for the sake of the story. She decides to stick around for the daughter's skating performance and then she's going to go leave. But before she leaves, Mark tells her that he's sorry for freaking out on her. Um, he is still going to fight for the community but he understands where she was coming from with the story. She's about to leave when she finds out that the development guy has not been on the up and up the entire time. and actually doesn't have any land on the outskirts of town where he said he was going to build a new ice skating rink. He's a liar. Uh, so she wants to oust him in front of everybody, and where better than the Christmas Eve ball at the Ice Palace. At the same time, Mark is trying to find Lori to tell her how he feels. At the ball, Lori and the mayor show the town the development uh, that the development fellow is the worst, and the town chases him off. Not with pitchforks, but I like to imagine there were pitchforks. Uh, the mayor apologizes to Mark and tells him uh, that the lease is still up at midnight, so this is the last time we will do this, But Mark has some news too. Some investors that we most definitely knew about. um, They're coming in to save the rank. This is great news. Everybody dances the night away, and Mark and Lori kiss. Cut to one year later. They're still together. They're still kissing. And his daughter is still skating. And that, my friends, was Ice Ice Palace Palace Romance. romance. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We will break this movie down with four segments with our friend Doug Jones here on Deck Deck the the Hallmark. Hallmark. Welcome back. We're talking Ice Palace Romance. Doug Jones is here. It is time for the hot take. It is where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. We do
0: not hold back. Brian, I will start with you. Per tradition. Sure. What did you think of Ice Palace Romance. Yeah, Ice Palace Romance. I feel like I should not have liked this as much as I did. I think that I mean it's ice. It's, it's we're at the they, rink. There's I nothing mean, you can do. Your hands are tied. Really, and we spent. They, they said I feel like they're putting this movie together. They're like, all right, we got you know an okay movie. We're there's going to be a crowd <laughs> who will that will have no chance, uh, no choice but to like this because we're at the rink ninety percent of the time, <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. And I feel like Doug's on the same page here. I. Loved being at the ice rink the whole time. Actually, producer Erin, a former figure skater, champion herself. I don't know if she was a champion. I just threw that Olympic qualifying. Olympic qualifying yes. figure skater. That's my understanding
2: Maybe. of her past. Uh,
0: this was it, coming on the, off the heels of our Home Alone experience around Greenville, uh, where we skated downtown on yep. Ice on Main. This was, I had a good time. And the movie got, it felt like it got more quirkier as it went on. It started off like whatever. It's very standard. we were at the ice. That's great. And then it got weirder and weirder, and it became more fun as it got closer to the end. The villain part, Chad's whole thing about like making a fake deed, it just worked. Like it fell right in line with what I kind of was expected. How this 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 to kind of wrap up. So uh, I I liked it more than I think I should have. I had a really good time. I like these two together, Marcus Rosner, Celeste Jardin. They were. I feel like they were great. I I really like that pairing, and I had a good time watching this movie with them.
1: Uh, Dougie, what do you think? Well, hey, um, I, uh, I overall loved it. Had all the hallmark tropes I was hoping and, and, and wishing for. Uh, we we had the uh, the the two leads. Uh, yes, Celeste and Marcus were. Uh, are beautiful to look at both of them and charming and 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 really in uh in the in the zone when they uh, creating their characters. Um, and I it was also not, it was nice to see Marcus uh, uh Rosner playing leads now because if you remember, yeah. he he started out uh in the Hallmark world as um. Like, uh, uh, ex-boyfriend guy, uh, right. uh, boss guy, uh, you know, narcissistic, this, or, or, you know, preening that, or and now he's been moving it moved into, uh, leading guys, uh, much like Christopher Russell did. He started mm-hmm. the same way and mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is his leading movies. Uh, uh, so, and Christopher Russell was on Star Trek discovery with me for a, a few episodes. So I, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're buds. Okay. <laughs> um, But anywho, also, uh, uh, I I loved the, the, we had the typical boss lady who was a bit too stern about an ice rink story. (laughs) And one of my favorite quotes of hers was, uh, uh, yes, uh, the juicier, the better. (laughs) Because we all know that small town uh, ice rinks have some scandalous. The juiciest. uh, Underbelly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, then we also uh, had the the yes the the, the narcissistic uh, developer who was like all full of himself and had a plans, and then uh, yeah, uh, and then uh, of course the 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 sassy office friend that had all the good one liners and the and the expressive face. Uh, it was all there for me, uh, and but but the act now but the actors. Uh, uh, my my favorite thing in this entire movie was supporting character Jen, the camera lady. Yes, uh, she was. She was the, I lived in the Midwest, I grew up in Indiana, so if this took place in a small town in Michigan, these are my people, and she is someone that I have known all my life in various forms. I, she was natural, she was She was funny, funny, and she uh, had that good sassy Midwestern sense of humor, so actress uh, uh, Shannon McDonough, I'm going to guess is how you pronounce her last name, I want to see more of her.
2: Uh, 100% Uh, with a movie like this, that is pretty like standard hallmark and can kind of get lost in the weeds. It really comes down to do. Am I rooting for the two leads? And I was rooting for the two leads in this movie. Um, we love Marcus around here and uh, there's not many people that can like make me believe some of the lines that he was saying quite like Marcus, like Marcus does say that the ice palace is the heartbeats. Of the town. It's where everybody goes for Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. It is the heartbeat of the town. You're right. Um, and, but when you like, when I write that line down, I'm like, man, that's a really dumb line. <laughs> uh, but Marcus sells it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the end of this movie is insane. Like, the developers just lying about deeds and no one fact <laughs> yes, checked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good for <laughs> that us. It looks official. Look official to us um and then the investors coming out of nowhere to save yeah. the day Big Chicago um, investors. so it uh, and then I'll talk about it my way. What, but a, 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 an interesting use of the one year later, uh, uh, a card, but whatever. Um, overall, a, a fine movie. It's not going to be at the top of my list or at the bottom of my list. It's going to be right there in the middle. Uh, pretty standard. Uh, but that's due in part to, uh, two stellar performances by the leads. Uh, it's time for all the feels where we talk about what in this movie gave us those Christmas feels. Brian,
0: yeah, the Zoe's uh, skating routine was great, yeah. she's a real skater. She can really skate. She was great. Yeah, she was great. Uh, that Acacia, she was like moved. what, like twelve, maybe Probably 12, 13, yeah. something like that. Really. Um, good. So you get to see somebody at basically at the peak of their game, the top of their game perform. And top, of game. Top, top of 12, Aaron's game. She was twelve. She was crushing it. And it felt like it was. It was. Really skating, and it was great. Like it wasn't, it wasn't clips of. It was some of this, but it wasn't (laughs) all clips of feet and face. Feet, and faith. you know. Yeah. So it was like you get to see when the women. lead was skating. It was all feet. It was a lot but of feet. When, when, the, when the girl was uh, yeah. skating, it and was so kid. she did. I did have a problem with her placement at the end of that competition. I feel like we need a hashtag justice for Zoe. hashtag I was
2: surprised to see her get third place Are too. You? I felt so, like uh, uh, please, you could have <laughs> yes. had her do anything, and we said <laughs> yes. Best we can do is third. I know uh, yeah. we're not going to show anyone else. Right. Best we I can mean, do her is dad
0: owns <laughs> the ice palace, so does she is. That's it true. We're a little bit harder. Her, yeah, maybe. maybe but so that whole scene there of her skating her performance was great and the yeah. music too it was awesome too and yeah. hopefully doug will piggy piggyback on some ice skating here
2: uh doug, give me those ice skating feels
1: <laughs> oh i had all the ice skating feels this uh uh this is nostalgic for me do you know when i was a kid um do you remember a show called holiday on ice it traveled the country and uh oh, yeah. and every year it came through indianapolis indiana where i grew up and i was mesmerized by holiday on ice and watching people glide across ice and do things on, on blades. I was like, what, what is this? What is this sorcery? <laughs> and uh, so uh, my favorite Christmas present I ever longed for and got was out of the Sears catalog, which we, that, that was what my parents gave me a budget and a catalog. <laughs> and I love that. So I, I, I bookmarked the ice skating, uh, the ice skates page, and I wanted figure skates because that's what I saw on Holiday on Ice, uh, which always throws me when I no no man in Hallmark movies skates with figure skates. They always have hockey skates on, yeah. probably because most of the actors are Canadians who have grown up playing, playing hockey. Playing yeah. Uh, and, and included this movie. Marcus also wore those hockey skates. But uh, I wanted to be a figure skater. And I even, I even had dreams. Uh, I had a crush on a girl named uh, Cheryl in, like, Mm, seventh grade shout and out to cheryl to she's definitely listening
2: <laughs> i hope so and, and
1: she and i uh, i would play a piece of music at home as, as i when i was going to bed or i would listen to the radio and if a, if a sappy love song came on i would put an ice skating routine in my head with her oh. and me with a spotlight on us and i put I, black outfits with a little bit of sequins on them Just right? a little bit. So i had the whole thing planned out so Running home every day after school to look in the Sears catalog and see and just gaze at those ice skates. Uh, I did that for about a month before Christmas, and th- when they showed up, it was like yes. <laughs> so every Tuesday, mom took us to the uh, the uh, public ice skating rink, and uh, after school, that became a part of my life. So that was this this movie was nostalgia in that way, especially watching. That precious 13 year thirteen-year-old girl uh, get her get find her her ice skating legs, and uh, and yeah, beautifully played by Ac- Acacia, I want to say Handvelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was she was very charming and adorable. Uh, so that kind of brought all that back. I, I also like the reclaiming element of this movie. Um, if there's a place or a time or an event that that you've been dragging around with bad negative memories. I think it's healthy to go back to that place and reclaim it with happy, positive, something new. Yeah. And own uh, yourself again. Uh, done, I've done that in my own life before. Mm. You know, and I have a friend who something bad happened to, in, to her in a public park as a child. She went back as an adult and mm. reclaimed it and, and took her took her power back. So I was happy to see the uh, Laura character go back to where, where and, and reclaim this and reinvent herself in the process as not a performer so much, but as a as a coach for the next generation. Wow. All the feels, That's fantastic. Deep. That
2: is deep. My feels is Doug Jones. Uh, yeah, just always gives me the feels. Wow. Um, I will. Say say one other feel I had is in these movies we talk uh, over the years we've seen some atrocious empty cups we've seen some a, a a bad case of uh, having the same bite of food on your yeah. fork for a long time and never actually taking a bite. In this movie, Marcus Rosner is, uh, has in his hand what he claims is the, uh, the perfect pretzel. Looking at it, I have my doubts. Yep. Uh, but this guy takes a chomp out of this pretzel. He doesn't just take a little nibble. He takes a big bite of the pretzel. And that's how you do it, folks. I don't know how many bites of pretzel he had to do that day because he decided, I'm going to actually take the bite but he did it and uh i am going to assume it tasted as bad as it looked yeah. so thank you marcus for your service <laughs> and actually <laughs> taking a bite of a pretzel that's how you do it right there Great feels, oh man uh, food set food can't be good right doug
1: oh, well it, 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 the problem is continuity when you yeah. when you uh, are doing take after take angle after angle at the same dinner table, the same cafe, the same coffee shop, you're going to, uh, someone has to reset, refill glasses, re, re, re reposition the, uh, the food on the plate. If it's, if there's something missing now. So it's just easier and faster to talk with an empty fork in your hand and, and then kind of like tap yourself with a napkin and get up and leave. (laughs) You know what I mean?
2: Right. Marcus said, no, thank you. I need somebody off screen that has a new fresh pretzel (laughs) for me and we're going to do it every single scene. So kudos to you, Marcus. Uh, Uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the Wait What's and the What the Hallmark's here on Deck Deck the Hallmark. Hallmark. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about the Ice Palace romance. Doug Jones is here. Dan is not. It's a great day. Uh, <laughs> He's protesting. <laughs> He's protesting the Ice Palace. Um, let's get to the wait what? Yeah. This is where we talk about when we just go, wait what? And I'll start with you, Brian. Brian,
0: anything stick out? A couple of things. The, the boss wanting a tight 13 on losing the Ice Palace. 13 uh, minutes? There's nothing tight. Uh, maybe it's like her joke. Maybe she always says that. I need a tight, tight. 25 <laughs> on this. I need a tight 7. Like, Maybe that's her saying, but a tight 13 is not tight. <laughs> so, right. Uh, the, and if
2: the whole story is just uh, like the town is pro-development, like is it just 13 minutes of people just being like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, confirming it. We don't we don't like it, but we like the development, so what can you do? Right. Like what's thirteen minutes
0: of that? That seems like a midwestern thing. Like what can you do? <laughs> what can well, you that's do? what it's gonna be, we'll take it. <laughs> thirteen uh, minutes of that. So the the fitness class that he talks about, he he was I think he was in Chicago originally to pitch investors for this idea, and that's the one tiny little link to the Chicago investors near the end. But he's he actually does the fitness class at one point on the ice. And he does it in jeans, and there's, there's about three and a half seconds of it where he just sticks his hands up, like, real high, and that's all you get for it. Uh, and in a world where, like, exercise programs are trying to be more accessible, easier to jump in and out of, he's creating one of the hardest exercise programs you could have to get into. You need skates. You need to be in a place with an ice rink. You need to know how to skate. You need a lot of stuff to participate in it. You need a lot of time. Like... Getting skates on, you know how long it takes to get in and out of skates. I unfortunately do. Longer for me than most people, but yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fitness program that really alienates a lot of people who are looking to get into fit. Erin, you were a skater. It's easy. She's giving me looks like I don't know what I'm talking about. You're saying that all exercise classes must be accessible. No, they are becoming more accessible. Like you can get them on your, you can do it on your phone now. Like, okay, right, but like I could, can't run on the treadmill on my phone. No, no, but you could fire up a cardio program Right now, yo know, guys, do Doug's here. Like, can we take this off air? No, just you too? This is very important. <laughs> so I just feel like it was—it's a bold move to create a program with so with such a high bar to get into and.
2: It's just. <laughs> be careful! Your mic's <laughs> unmuted. Also, this is right, a,
0: a good reminder to go ahead and really hide those fake deeds I have laying. Yeah. down. just put them in a good, safe place.
2: <laughs> That's exactly right. You got to be careful where, where you leave your fake deeds. Yeah. That's the moral of the story.
1: Uh, Doug Jones. Anyway, what? Oh gosh, uh, uh, indulge me in a few, please. Sure. Uh, you mentioned coffee cups earlier. And and uh, uh, this pet pet peeves that I, I have two pet peeves that I love and I kind of enjoy watching. I hope they never fix them. Empty coffee cups uh, is <laughs> I understand that when you are holding a warm brown drink and you spill it on a costume that requires a big long reset, they don't have time for that. So, so uh, the it, I think it was the the opening scene where um, uh, where uh, Laura and her and her sassy office mate are walking down the street talking with these. Ornate, overly decorated coffee cups with like uh, uh, decorated sticks and bobbles coming out of the out of the, the the mouth hole. Neither one of them took a sip because you couldn't, and they were <laughs> gesturing with them as though they had a feather in their hand, just like you oh, know, wow. uh, sideways. Ob- if you had liquid in there, you carry it a certain way with a certain weight and a certain carefulness to keep the level of <laughs> of the liquid. I'm just saying. So that was gorgeous. And also later in the movie, um, uh, the, the Mark character uh, is is saying three hot. Ch- Chocolates on the uh, on the concession stand counter, and he sets these three empty cups down. You can see, and they had a, a clack to them on the wood that was like, that is an empty cup. And they kind of, one of them went sideways a little bit, and and then this little girl takes two of them and runs off. Um, <laughs> <you> <laughs> Sloshing know, them all over the running. place. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, chocolate would have been everywhere. I'm, I just, okay, there's that. Uh, the other one is uh, whenever there is a crowd scene... Um, uh, you know, the whole town's coming out to see the lighting of the Christmas tree at the ice rink. And there were 12 extras. Now now, I can't get mad about this because I understand the budget of these movies and, and paying extras is, is an expense. I get it. I get it. And I love it when like, you know, everyone's coming. It's a huge event. And you see three faces going. (laughs) Right. uh, So that. You know, that to, made, that like to, to
2: that point, Doug. the he does make this declaration that it is the heartbeat of the town, and the it's where it's where everyone goes to Everything Christmas. Thing happens. Yeah. All ten of them. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was on board with saving the ice palace, and until, until I saw that it's only ten people that care, and I'm like, well, maybe, yeah. maybe it's not <laughs> worth saving at this
1: point. Well, well, see, seeing twelve extras was my heartbeat. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I also, I, I, now, this, now here's a moment that, was, that I had to wait what about, and I had to rewatch it a couple times and got a good giggle out of me. Um, when the, the ice competition is happening and, um, and little Zoe is going to be competing, Laura is, t- is attending sort of like to, to support Zoe after coaching her. She does her little, uh, you know, talks and uncomfortable awkwardness with, with Mark, and then she gets into the stands and has, takes a seat when she sits down there's an extra sitting next to her an older woman with her hair kind of permed up uh who looks over at zoe and pats her on the leg and then and so and zoe, uh, and, uh, and laura looks back and kind of smiles at her and i'm like what who was that why was she so familiar where did she come from and didn't have one line to, to explain herself it was it was just a visual moment that i was like wait what am
2: i supposed to so, know who that uh, is
1: Loved it, loved it, and also, also another, another. Wait, what? Uh, this, I'm this is my last one, I promise. Oh, you're fine. Um, <laughs> actually, there's more, but I had to hone it down to four. Um, uh, uh, Mark had a had a line. He, uh, help, can you help me bake cookies? Right. Can you help me make some cookies? And she's uh, she, uh, you know, they have a little tête tete back and forth, a little smarmy talk and a little little flirtatious talk. Uh, And she was like, you know, I thought that, you know, you were the the guru in the kitchen. He says, well, I haven't baked. I haven't tried actually baking since I set fire to our attic trying to make a cake for Zoe's 10th birthday. Does anyone hear anything funny in that line? Uh, Uh He set fire. To the attic.
2: What's he doing up Try, there? Yeah,
1: wait, wait, is the kitchen in the attic up a ladder <laughs> and to the left? Well, yes. I don't, that makes zero sense to me. How just funny. the attic caught fire from baking a, a cake. Anyway. Yeah.
2: Uh, That says more about his baking than anything else, that's for sure. Um, I have a couple as well. Uh, One, I just want to take a poll, if anybody else thought this. You know how sometimes uh, a couple of people do the thing where they call each other by the first and last name? Um, And it's like a cute little thing they do. Like, hey, hey, you, Brian Harold, And you're like, oh, you, Brandon Brandon Gray. Gray, And it's a funny thing. Um, When he is saying goodnight to her, he says, goodnight, Laurie Marshall. And she says, goodnight. And then walks no off. Thing did she did she forget his full name? Oh it was just God, like yeah. ah, good night. You you buckaroo yeah, <laughs> It yeah. was the pause afterwards yeah. that got me. Good night. <laughs> click click. And then she oh, up those steps. Yeah.
0: The, the, the footsteps.
2: Oh that made me laugh. Um and lastly, it, it this is by far the most unnecessary one year later I have ever seen. I thought the movie was done. It says one year later and I'm like, "What?" In like the smallest font. And uh, it cuts they're watching her Ice Gates. And they kiss and that's that's it so it's a one year later to just prove that they're still together but like we don't get that for every movie we just assume they are still together uh-huh. so it's like one year later oh they're still they're still kissing that's it yay yeah we're all uh, really happy. one of the one of the most unnecessary <laughs> yeah. one year laters I've seen uh, it's time for what the hallmark is where we wonder what could have been maybe have' give some clarity any questions that we still have
0: Brian do you have any uh, lasting questions from this movie yeah something that I was like wondering about was it feels like cities give arenas tax credits and money all the time like for renovations for upkeep for coming to that city and like was that even explored like the old he said it's the oldest uh mid uh arena in the midwest the oldest ice rink and so it feels like prime for some type of credit or like infusion of cash to keep it there like it's a it's almost like a historical site at that point. You got to keep it there. It's a sense of pride, at least. If so someone they, comes in with a fake deed, there's nothing you can do. I guess so. Like, Did they tight. even try to get some money from the city? No. Like, throw a, get a sponsor for it, maybe. Anything else other than like having a bake sale to make yeah. money to. Yeah. Uh, Doug, are you, any questions you still got?
1: Yeah, a couple. Like, I guess I was all, I was very confused about the business setup, uh, like Brian just said, but I, I, um, uh, uh, the, the lease issue uh, was was kind of confusing uh, to me as well uh, because especially um, a couple of the lines of dialogue actually indicated that that the that the, the expiration date wasn't definite because. Um, uh, the bad guy, the, Chad, the, the the evil developer, said at one point, "If you lose the lease, blah blah blah." Well, if I thought that twelve midnight was a definite, um, and then the mayor lady even says, "Well, if the lease expires, blah blah blah." What, what are these ifs? And and was there was there a, a, a way that it wouldn't expire? I, you know, I, don't know I how think this, how if he comes is- up with the yeah. money,
2: he can renew it. I think like he but- gets. The first first possible renewal, I think
1: maybe. Good. Well, then okay. Then and, and, and I, I did love how everything t- turned out. Uh, everything was explained in the last sixty seconds yeah. of this movie. If that it all came together. <laughs> uh, but uh, the other thing was was the business setup of of and empl- uh, Laura, uh, her employer. She worked for Loop Line Media. And I wasn't sure what Loopline Media was. I thought at first it was a TV station because they were, you know, with uh, cameras and. And I thought, why? Well, why is a Chicago TV station doing a, uh, a story in a small town in Michigan, which wasn't close exactly? So, what oh, would you leave a podcaster? Well, okay, Loopline Media. Then oh, I see it's an on the line kind of a thing. Uh, how big was their was their viewership? How was it a world? Because. You know, uh, uh dot coms don't always have the budget to send a reporter off to another town to live and work there yeah. for yeah. what was that? She was there like a week and a yeah. half. I don't know. <laughs> Hotels, dinners. I mean, that was a big budget for a, a dot com story. And, uh, and again, a 13 minute, st- you know, every time I'm interviewed on, on a TV show, uh, it is like you have a 90 seconds. Yeah. And right. Yeah. So, uh, I, a 13-minute story, a tight one. Um, (laughs) I can't imagine the budget for this, and where did it come from? So I was left with kind of scratching my head over what Loopline Media was.
2: Yeah, the best I could figure is they produce like a 60-minutes type thing with like multiple stories, but... One of those stories being a thirteen minute, a tight thirteen, yeah, tight on uh, the ice skating rink that only one specific town knows about, yeah. uh, is an interesting right, move, right. but good for loop line. Right. I mean, i clearly know they know. Well, what she did
0: doing. want it juicy, so maybe she they knew. Want, like, we can't just gotta do be this juicy. basic stuff. We gotta do. Make we
2: got We gotta go to the big juice, and we all know that that's ice skating rinks. That's, right. that's where you get the real sure. gossip the real buzz. Right and,
1: and was a small town. I was to think it was a small town uh, ice rink uh, a, a, a big enough story to warrant all of all of that worldwide. Right. I don't, mm, on the World Wide web. I don't know.
2: It's a worldwide web. I don't know. Not right. Everybody's that's trying to get, what get cozy again. Yeah. For. Right, right. Uh, mine is a, uh, I have a, a question. Really I just want to know who this person is. A uh, there is a judge at the ice skating event who has the most luscious locks I've ever seen. This guy looks like, I don't know. It looks like I made him up. Like he's just so fun. And I just, and he, you know, he's just a judge. But boy, howdy, did he take my breath away. He was, I just had more questions. Yep. Just looking at him like, how'd you become an extra? They uh, had to know book? there would be questions like, about him. You don't put him somebody up, you don't put an extra in, like that. Yeah. That is so captivating. So Those captivating. locks were watch fabulous. Watch. So shout out to that guy. Yeah. And I just want to know literally everything about yeah. you. <laughs> That's really it. Those are my questions. Uh, well, before we go, Doug, I don't know if you've been listening to this season, uh, but we end each episode with something we're Calling a fighting chance with Vic Webster. Actor Vic Webster, who is known from his Hallmark movies, he also fights. He does some jujitsu and whatnot. Jiu-jitsu. And he has been closing out each episode by letting us know if there were any fights in the movie that we missed. Any fits, fights, any action sequences. Yep. Um, Doug, I don't think you're going to be able to hear this on your end just because of this, the setup. But it's time for a fighting chance with Vic Webster. Fighting
0: chance with Vic Webster.
2: Fighting chance was the fighting in the movie did someone get hurt is a fighting chance with big webster a fighting chance with big webster a fighting chance with big webster. big
0: webster the only action this movie had was when i got up to get more eggnog and i stubbed my toe oh. A with Vic Webster, Vic
2: Webster. I hate when that happens. Vic's an That's eggnog tough. fan, huh? He's an eggnog fan. Now we know. Now we know. Good to know. Uh, Dougie, do you like eggnog? He, he's frozen. Froze. Oh. He was so excited. Froze. Frozen. Oh. Well, good time uh, because we're done. Uh, until next year, <laughs> Doug, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas!